Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm your host, Keisha. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Or for you single ugly bitches, it's I'm my own woman crush Wednesday. I just can't stand that shit. I think it is like the most basic thing ever. You know, you're not your own woman crush Wednesday. Find you a crackhead. They'll make you their Roman crush Wednesday, okay? Guys, I am so tired. It feels like it should be Sunday and I should be in my bed laying down watching Bravo all damn day. But it's Wednesday and we're up here doing this damn podcast. So as you know, you guys heard me talking for the last month or so about our grand opening. It happened this weekend. Hallelujah. I don't know how we pulled that shit together, but we did. It was fantastic. Uh, we've got a lot of customers in here. We had the, what do we have, James? We had the Chamber of Commerce. We did, oh, we did the ribbon cutting ceremony, which means I got to hold those big scissors. Like, I could probably die right now. I have a very happy woman because I got to cut with those big scissors. Um, it was like a, it was an all around good day. We had food, we had drinks. Um, it was a, a nice crowd of people made some money. Uh, yesterday was our official first day open for the boutique and we did pretty well. We also have an online store now. So go right down, like sassy class, custom design gifts and apparels page on Facebook, and then go right over to Instagram and, and follow it there. Okay. Um, our online store is www.sassyclassboutique.com. And if you like something, buy it and we'll ship it to you. So, producer James, yes. he's so funny. Um, as we were kind of preparing for the show, um, he was like, yeah. ooh, did you see that Remy Ma got arrested? Hell yeah, I saw that she got arrested. But uh, I'm not going to report nothing on Remy Ma so she could come after my ass. He doesn't know about Remy. Remy will cut a bitch, punch a bitch. That's why she got arrested right now. I'm not, no, we good, Remy. No, nothing. I saw nothing on TMZ. So, um, yeah, Remy don't play. Remember, y'all, remember whenever Remy shut Nicki Minaj down? She really hadn't been right ever since. Nah, and then right after that, Cardi B came on the scene and just... I don't know, Nikki. I, I I I don't know. I don't I don't know if she's gonna be able to have a comeback. She's she's talented enough to, but she's got some shit going on up here that she needs to get that all figured out. I don't know. I'm starting to think that some of those butt in, injections that she had might have had semen in it, and all that poison has gotten in her bloodstream and making her crazy. I don't I, I don't I don't know, but. God bless you, Nicki Minaj. Uh, so producer James was like, what are we going to name this episode? Um, because here's the thing. I have not had a regular set schedule job in five years until yesterday. So I'm half damn out of my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get up, take the kid to school. The kid that has a car who still refuses to drive that kid, go back home and get dressed, which is not a big deal because that's what I've been doing for a while now, but I'm usually getting dressed, slowly, casually have breakfast, throw on gym clothes, and I'm pretty much footloose and fancy free. 
But now I drop the kid off, go home, quickly eat breakfast, and then I got to put on makeup, do my hair, and get, like, dress dressed. I mean, I got to brush my teeth every day now. I mean, some days I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to talk to nobody. I don't have to brush my teeth. Um, but now I have to brush my teeth every day. And, you know, the animals at home are kind of like, okay, wait a minute. This bitch, she really thinks going to leave us here all day by ourselves. So, as you know, a couple of months ago, we adopted a, a new dog, Baby Marvel. And Baby Marvel has fucking lost his mind. He, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's refusing to be potty trained. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and just say he's confused it about potty training. Like, Marvel, we left you outside for an hour and a half. During that time, did you not have the sensation to go piss or shit? Like, I thought that shit came naturally to animals, but it's not coming naturally to baby Marvel. He's just like, mm, one of y'all will get it. <laughs> just <laughs> The motherfucker pissed in the bed, in my bed. Just the other day, it's like he just gets so excited. He, he's just happy about life. He loves life. He doesn't walk. He runs to everything. He runs. Maybe he's, I don't know. They said he's a Cheweenie. Who knows what he is? I don't think he's a Cheweenie. He's uh, probably about half dumb. What he is. He's dingy. He's not dumb. He's dingy. He's just and the overbite. Don't forget. And he has a horrible <laughs> overbite. <laughs> that he has a very horrible overbite. But he's so cute though. He's just he's cute and he's just so lovable. But he he is goofy. And uh, of course, Sushi the toy poodle who's been on the show five million times just kind of looks at him like, hmm. You one of them shelter dogs, huh? I bet you don't even know who your daddy is. You don't even know what your bloodline is. I'm a toy poodle. I got a pedigree. What you is. <laughs> Where your papers at? I know you ain't got no pay. Oh, you got shelter papers, don't you? <laughs> you got parole papers. Right? Mm -mm. I can still smell that fucking shelter on your ass. So, yes, a sushi is still not impressed with baby Marvel. Liam the cat it's coming around. And, and I and I said it from the very beginning. I'm like, I have a feeling that baby Marvel and Liam are going to become best friends. And, and they kind of have because they both do bad shit together. So now Liam has figured out, oh, I can go tear that up. They don't think stupid did it. He's going to get in trouble. So I have this rug in our living room that I absolutely love. And they collectively have ripped it to shreds. I mean, literally one will be ripping it apart and the other one sitting right there like a crackhead. Go ahead and do it. Get you one more good rip in there. They ain't come around that corner. Go ahead and do it. Like they are egging each other on. They wrestle all day. It's just, and I'm just too old and tired to really even give a damn anymore. I just, I don't care. Whatever. So, producer James was asking me, like I was saying before I got totally off subject, what we were going to entitle this episode. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I didn't. I usually have a full show laid, <clears throat> layout. Typed it up. It's in sections. Notes all over it. It's just, it's prepared. I wrote this shit down on one of these. In a purple pen. Real quick. 
So I guess it's going to be called the reality TV rundown because a lot of the people that I'm going to be talking about tonight are on reality TV. And let's start off. Now, it's so ironic that just the other day I posted on social media, why the fuck is Janelle Evans still on Team Mom 2? So her husband, David, he got fired by MTV because he has those, you know, those bold ass Twitter fingers. And he made a lot of homophobic posts. And so MTV, look, MTV ain't stupid. They are not trying to piss off the gays. So they fired his ass. So they cannot film if David is around. So that changes up things when you got a camera crew following you around to get your real daily life. So anywho, that happened. New season started. So basically, he told MTV, every time I know you guys are filming, I'm going to come and ambush it. So they can't even film Janelle in her town. They have to go out of town to even film her. So all of her scenes have been with her mom, Barbara. Blah, Janelle. Janelle. Hi, hi. You're both hi. Yeah, that Barbara and Janelle. Give me back my son. Just give me back. Listen, bitch, you never really had this. I have been watching you since 16 and pregnant. You have never had Jace. Give it up. So at post is saying, you know, why is Janelle even still on the show? It's not even worth it at this point. It's just, it's constant nonsense. And they're trying to work around the fact that she's married to this motherfucking moron. So then yesterday... It was reported, and it has been confirmed, it was confirmed today, that David Eason killed Janelle's dog. Yes, he killed her dog. So the internet is exploding about it. You know, it was reported that a 911 call was made by a man. They still don't know who this man is, saying that a dog had been killed by Janelle's husband. So we still don't know who this caller is. It wasn't her son, Jace, because Jace is with Wabra, and I believe they're on a cruise. It's not her son, Kaiser, because, I mean, he's too little to even call, plus all he worries about is eating chicken and hamburgers. Um, so we don't know who it was. We don't know if it was a, I don't, you know what I think about it? I'm like, was it a neighbor? It couldn't have been a neighbor because they're on the land, the land. That's all they ever said. The land is what they call it. They don't say home, house, it's the land. So Janelle apparently just left because she was so freaked out and traumatized. So, you know, whenever you're really freaked out and traumatized, what do you do? You go to social media. Of course, that's the normal thing. And she gets on Facebook and she does her little, you know, how you can click on how you're feeling. And I think she put devastated. And then she unfriended David because that's what you do when you're traumatized. You, she unfriended her husband and blocked him. And then she went on to all of her other social media pages and said that she was just devastated and, and in disbelief, but never confirming, you know, what happened with the dog. So today, David himself confirmed it. He was like, basically said, yeah, I killed the motherfucking dog and I'll do it again. 
Did he actually sound like Samuel L. Jackson how, when he did yeah, that? Yeah, but it was supposed to be like Samuel L. Jackson with a hick twang. Okay. Can, should I do it again? Did I not do it right? Did it not sound right? Nah, it's good. It's good. Okay, it's good. all right, because David can hardly even fucking talk. <laughs> so he confirmed that he did kill the dog because the dog snapped at their two-year-old daughter. He didn't bite her. He didn't maul her. He didn't drag her. He snapped at it. That is what most dogs do when there's a toddler around. Because a toddler, what do toddlers do to animals? They they pull their ears. They bend their tails. They kick them around. They do all kinds of shit. So, yeah, you got to kind of snap at a motherfucker every now and then. Sushi, for example. Ooh, ooh. Man, if I had a dollar for every time that fool. No, he don't snap. He bites. <laughs> Sushi doesn't snap. He 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 bites. I'd be a millionaire right now. I'd be like Oprah rich if I had a dollar for every time sushi bit. Just James. He still bites James. Every night. Every night. If Scholar gets on his nerves, he'll bite her ass too. He'll bite any and everybody except for me. Because he knows I would snatch every goddamn tooth in his mouth out. No, I wouldn't. That's my baby. So anyway, point is, that's what dogs do. Dogs can't talk. You know, they have to communicate. So, yeah, he snapped at the little girl, the little elf-looking fucking kid. Um, probably was weirded out because she looked so, just, they look elf-like. Like, they should have been in Lord of the Rings and some shit like that. I, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, did they get their ears, like, cut and then molded into the right shape of, like, a human? Because these people are elves, okay? So, he says that, you know, the dog snapped at his daughter. So let me ask you, with that, before I told you what kind of dog it was, what kind of dog did you think it was that would warrant a person killing it because it snapped at a two-year-old? Well, I'll start with I wouldn't condone somebody killing a dog just, no. just for snapping. Mm -mm. Yeah. But I would have to think Pitbull, yeah. Rottweiler, uh, Doberman, I, something that could something do some Something big, damage. a massive, something that yeah. could just really do... It was a goddamn... What kind of dog was it? It was a... It's a French Bulldog? French Bulldog! Which is French. They're little. So first up, it's French. It's it can't French. really it's attack It's not really going to bite. No, it's French. <laughs> They're all about smelling good and making love. Ooh la la. You know, he's probably trying to talk to the little girl. He's probably trying to speak elf. You know, and it came out as a snap. She understood what the fuck he was saying. So <laughs> <laughs> You're like borderline blaming the victim now. You know this, no, right? No, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. Not at all. Because you guys know that I'm a, I love kids and I love animals. I would never condone the fact that this, I don't even know how to describe this abomination that is David Eason, okay? He went, he went and got a gun and killed that dog. He shot the dog. So he witnessed the dog snap. Any normal human being would have been like, I think the dog's name was Nugget. Stop, Nugget. Nugget, go outside. Maybe even a little pop on the nose, put him in the crate. But he took the time off to get pissed off, walk away from the situation. Because any normal person who was upset, you know, that's a, that, that's a quick little adult timeout. But instead of saying, yeah, I'm mad. Let me just go cool off. Let me just separate the dog and the little girl. He went and got a gun and then he shot the gun. But here's the thing. So he's upset because the dog snapped at his two-year-old. But he didn't think that it would be traumatizing to his two-year-old to shoot a dog in her presence. 
I I don't understand. He hasn't been arrested. And the reason why he hasn't been arrested is because Janelle has to file a report on him. And I don't think the stupid bitch is going to do it. Look at all the other shit that he's done. And, oh, I'm sorry. It was a few months back. She called 911 on him because she thought he'd broken her collarbone. He'd gotten drunk, which I don't think, I don't even think he needs to be drunk to be the fucktard that he is. He just wakes up every morning a fucking fucktard. So, you know, he's been abusive to her. She looks half scared of him, even when she talks about him. And now he has actually killed her dog. They're not going to stop. This man is going to kill someone. I, I feel it. It's going to happen. It's just too many stupid people all bunched together. You know, um, I think MTV at this point needs to fire Janelle. You know, it's one thing that they've got to make all these exceptions for her as far as filming goes because they can't film around David. He's threatened the producers of the show. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Now he's killed the dog. MTV should fire Janelle for no other reason than we refuse to put money into a household where David Eason lives. That's what I think. That's what I would do. But I guess, I guess we'll see. I don't know. He needs to be put underneath the jail. I don't even allow James to yell at sushi. He's not, no, y'all my baby, right? That's right. Yeah, I would let Sushi maul James before I would let James correct him correct in him any way. Because kind of, it just, that's my baby. And I'm like that with all the animals. Just, they just can look at me and melt my cold black heart. I just love them so much. Speaking of loving animals, I want to mention right now that our friends over at Bayou Animal Shelter are in desperate, I mean desperate need, like they done made like 99 posts today about it. They're in desperate need of fosters for cats. There is apparently a cat explosion, an explosion of cats over there. They've got newborn kittens that need to be bottle fed around the clock. So if you're interested in helping them out and fostering one of these cats, you can go to 3120 Deets Road in Dickinson, Texas, 77539, or you can give them a call. If I were a better person, I would probably have their phone number available right now, but I don't. But please, 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 if you're interested in fostering any of these cats, and oh my God, if you go to their Facebook page and you see the picture of the kittens, oh my God. But I know if I even uttered the word, I'm bringing home up, everybody in my house would cuss me out. So I, I can't do it. The kittens, the baby kittens that have to be bottle fed, fed I'm sure you're going to have to go through some kind of quick training because you can't just pop the, the nipple in their mouth. It's like a whole process. You could accidentally kind of suffocate them if you don't do it right. So uh, call my girl Sarah or go by. I'm sure, look, if you just show up, they're not going to turn you away. Again, the address for Bayou Animal Shelter is 3120 Deets Road, Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Once producer James uploads the show, he's going to attach the link because they are in desperate need of donations of every kind and foster. So, don't forget to do that, uh, producer James. Yes, ma'am. All right, moving right along, Eva Marcel, one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Hotlanta, announced today that she and her husband are expecting their, well, their second child together, but this will be Eva's third child. And it was the cutest little post. It was in People magazine, and it's, she's drinking a drink, and then there's like a little face on her baby bump, and there's a straw and a milkshake that's pointing towards her belly button. It's really, really cute. Bitch ain't stupid. She wanted to 
seal that deal with that peach. She's like, this peach ain't about to go nowhere. So congratulations to Eva Marcel. And although this has nothing to do with reality TV, I do feel a need to tell all of you motherfuckers, I told you so. Jesse Smollett got fired on his day off, y'all. Yesterday, Empire said that they met with all of the Fox executives. They got renewed for season six. I can't, I don't, can't even believe people are still watching Empire. It kind of stopped being good like three seasons ago. Anywho, so they made the decision that Jesse Smollett will not be returning. He's not returning because he he did that shit. Look, I know some of y'all believe that he didn't, but, I mean, y'all are as dumb as he was when he co concocted that foolishness uh, with them blue black boys of his, and, uh, you know, I don't know. But Jesse will not be on Empire. There will be no more Jamal. They did not say how they're going to write his character off or anything. I, you know what would be really funny? If they wrote his character off because he got beat up by two white guys at two o'clock in the morning when he was leaving Subway and got beat up, got beat up and said, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of the family business. I don't want to have nothing to do with this no more. It's too dangerous. I got a target on me. They call me a fad. They call me a nigger. All of this, 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 and that. I, I think that would be ideal. You know what would be even better? What? If they changed his character with a white guy. <laughs> Yeah, and he had to wear the MAGA shirt oh, yeah, yeah. and hat all the time. Yeah. I don't know what – I don't know what he's going to do now because before Empire, we didn't really know anything about Jesse. We knew about his sister, Journey Smollett. Um, and when, you know, the first season of Empire, we're like, oh, that's Journey's brother. I, so, I mean, he can sing, but I, I don't know. I think he needs to get his money together. Go take a vacation, a nice vacation. Where's a place with a lot of cute gay guys? San Francisco. Go to San Francisco. Get your groove on. Grow your hair out. You know, grow a goatee, maybe a full beard, and just live your gay, best gay life. Do some community theater. Mm -hmm. Keep up, but stay out of the light for a while. Yeah, yeah, you need to lay low, my brother, lay low. And you still owe, like, the city of Chicago, I think, $140,000 they're suing him for? Yeah, I think it's what they're suing him for. I think he would really owe a lot more than that, but. Uh, well, I hope they have layaway, because I don't foresee him <laughs> being able to pay that bill right now. All right, after the break, we're going to have some more celebrity news and gossip. And producer James, towards the end of the show, He's going to give us a rundown about Avengers Endgame. We will be right back. Are you looking to lose weight, improve your posture, have muscle definition, increase flexibility, and reduce stress? If you answered yes, then Classic Bar with Sherry is the perfect invigorating and dynamic workout for you. Bar technique is extremely safe, and it's designed to stretch and tone with a splash of cardio. The method is the foundation of ballet with the flow of yoga. To learn more about Classic Bar, call Bar Instructor Sherry at 281-678-8037 or stop by the studio at Finn Fatale located at 689 FM 517 West Suite 300, Dickinson, Texas 77539. Your first class is only $10, and if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you only pay half. 
Make sure to follow the studio at Femme Fatale on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also email Sherry at barandyoga at gmail.com. That's bar, B-A-R-R-E, and yoga at gmail.com. I want to remind you guys that I will be at Comet Palooza in Houston, not this weekend, but next weekend. I'll be, what days am I there? I I don't be, producer James just tell me stuff and I'll be like, okay. Then I forget about it. Then he's like, hey, don't forget we got to go here. So I'm going to be there on Friday. Friday, May 10th. May 10th at the Jar Jar Brown Convention Center in Houston. I'm going to be doing a 45-minute session not on sex It's not a massage happy ending session or anything like that it's going to be a session about what, 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 what so it's what? a 45 minute podcast episode uh-huh. you'll be at the live podcast booth at four o'clock oh okay and our topic is heroes of color so uh superheroes of color minority and the new impact they're having on fantasy comics and science fiction i ain't know none of that shit what time i got to be there uh, four, o'clock? four o'clock it starts. Oh. We doing it live? Yeah. Oh, you got the notes? I got notes. Thank God. All righty. So I hope to see you guys there, but I'll also be there on Sunday, May 12th. Sunday, May 12th. What am I? What? What? what so what, what you're what, doing? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm your manager. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we, you're going to be part of a podcast panel. I'm going to be part of a podcast panel called. Called <laughs> doing doing a a solo solo show show. It's a panel about doing a podcast as a singular creator, mm-hmm. uh, how to get that started, how mm-hmm. to monetize it, uh, ups and downs, and some of the stories of not just you, but some of the other uh, podcasters in the Houston and Texas area. Oh, that's at noon. Oh, okay. In the room 360D. Oh, damn. They got rooms? And we got rooms. Day? Look, you better call them ahead and tell them they better have the AC all the way on 60. Because if I walk in there and it's 69, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to walk right back out. Yeah. Can't be hot. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm a little fuzzy on the details about it. But I'm really excited about being a comic palooza for not one but two days. So get your tickets. Go to their website. They've got some... Great actors and actresses from some of the most popular shows like Game of Thrones that are going to also be there. Yeah, the guests are going to be great. So uh, oh, Amelia here we go. Clark. He got a whole. He, well, he I'll was, tell you a few. Of the he key was ones. he was ready to talk on. Well, it's it's a big get for us. Um, Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys Targaryen, Khaleesi, will be there. Mother of Dragons. Uh, Natalie Emanuel, who plays Masande and who's also in the Fast and Furious series, mm-hmm, will be mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of other stars, creators, artists. Uh, it's going to be a good one. It gets bigger and bigger every year. Okay. But the biggest star of all <laughs> is a Libra Lounge with Keisha. <laughs> people always text me when they know. I mean, do people forget that I, you know. Do you forget you're on the show? You shouldn't be looking at your phone at all. Don't, don't. Don't get beside your goddamn self, okay? Okay. All right. So, Sally, this week we lost another black soldier. 
We lost John Singleton. You know, the fucked up part about this is, wasn't it a month and a half ago that Lou Perry died of a stroke? And then this week, John Singleton died of the same thing. Uh, you know, Luke was about 52, yeah. 52, 53, and John was 51. That is so young. Some people, like, live a whole nother 50 years. So, John, I think he went, he was in Costa Rica or something like that, and he was complaining that he was having a lot of numbness. And if I'm not mistaken, he actually drove himself to the hospital um, and... What I mean, when you have a stroke, what exactly happens? So there's a, a and you'll see them. There's some billboards that show like the signs of a stroke. Yeah, we've seen all those. Yeah. So, um, but here's my thing. Okay, so if you have a heart attack, you usually have chest pains, and you're like, uh, uh, uh I'm coming wheezy. Uh. So <laughs> when you when you have a stroke, is it just like pop? Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it is. There are okay. some people who just have a stroke and just drop. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are more dangerous are the ones where you'll get a little bit of uh, like a loose face. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll get that kind of stroke mouth. Mm -hmm. They'll get numbness. They'll get dizziness. There's a lot of like symptoms all at one time. Mm -hmm. That's the ones where the longer nothing is done, the more right. damage there can be. Right. The ones where you just pop and fall over, that's just unlucky lottery. Right. But the kind where you see symptoms and it's a slower uh Process. Process, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the ones that can do a whole lot more damage. So, you know, once John went to the hospital, I think they put him in a, a induced a coma. And just like good old black folks, his family was already fighting. Man wasn't even dead yet, fighting over the money. Who was going to have control of the money? John had been married, I think, twice, and he's got like five kids and – I was just like, I don't even know how they could be thinking about the money aspect of it when shouldn't they all be calling the preacher to come and pray over John for healing and have all the choir come out there and sing and things like that. And I don't know, fucking say your goodbyes, perhaps. But they were fighting about the money. So I think John was in the coma for a couple of days and then the family they collectively came to the decision to take him off of life support. Now, John Singleton, really, his career skyrocketed when he was in his 20s with Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood was... A cultural uh, phenomenon. Yes, it really, really was. And to, you know, kind of piggyback on that, Ice Cube said that it was John Singleton who really inspired him and convinced him to laid down the groundwork for the movie Friday. So, I mean, if it wasn't for John, there would be no Friday. Well, shit, I think I started off the beginning of the show quoting something from Friday. Um, yeah, and then he two of my favorite movies, uh, as you guys know, I'm a huge Fast and Furious franchise fan, and he directed Too Fast, Too Furious, and that was the one with the late, great Paul Walker and Tyrese and his whiny bitch ass. And um, also Four Brothers, I love. Oh, my God. That was, you know, what Tyrese was in that one, too, with his big-ass teeth. So, yeah, so uh, if you go and look Wikipedia, Johnson, you're looking up all of John Singleton's work right now, aren't you? No. Why? Yes. Go ahead and name some of the other ones. No, it's okay. I, I was just, I was looking. I didn't know other ones that he did, and some of them were kind of surprising. Okay. Um, Poetic Justice. Yes. Uh, you mentioned Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm -hmm. Higher Learning. Yeah, that was movie. a good movie. Yeah, Baby Boy. <laughs> that's a 
Did, Mama got to have a lot too. Wait a minute, too. wait a minute, wait a minute. Did John and Tyrese have something? Because that's another Tyrese movie. Basically, if you want to see Tyrese get his ass kid nonstop, you watch the movie Baby Boy. Continue. Shaft. Shaft. Okay. Abduction. That's with my boy Taylor Lautner, yep, yep. you know, a.k.a. Jacob Black from Twilight. Y'all know I love Twilight. Uh, Hustle and Flow. That was a great. Hustle and Flow was a great movie. Uh, so, to me, it was a surprisingly good movie. I was like, this song, why does Terrence Howard got that perm in his head? What? He's a pimp? That's a good-ass movie. Continue. Yeah, did that one, did, do you think that one launched Terrence Howard to another level? Or it was did. He already, it really, you know? it, it was like his first big, big starring role. And, you know, not only did he act, but he also rap. He was, he was really good in that film. It was good. Yeah. What's another one? He also directed Michael Jackson's Remember the Time video. Yep, sure did. Uh, Eight Mile. I don't think he was I've a director, but I think Mile. he was with that. Yeah, so some of these movies he was either director or the, or the or producer, producer or like executive that, yeah. producer and stuff like that. So he has a lot of great work underneath his belt. Yep. And it's like, dang, like why, do, why is it always the good ones? There are so many fucking cockroaches going around like Kodak Black. like Harvey Weinstein. How does Harvey yes. Weinstein not fall over from a brain aneurysm yeah, tomorrow? It's just kind of like, dang. So, yeah, that was really, really sad. <clears throat> it looks like we are officially on the royal baby watch because Meghan's mom, she's been in the UK for about two weeks. Um, Prince Harry has some events that he has to be going to, I think, next week. So I'm thinking we're down to days before this baby is born. Thank God, because if I see Meghan Markle rub and make love to that belly one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. What is your question, how, Producer James? How many months has it been since the royal wedding? Has it been more than nine? I don't know. Mm. I'm actually curious. No, she got pregnant now. pretty quickly. No, she wasn't pregnant when they got married. Because okay. she got knocked up pretty quick. Well, shit, I would have too. <laughs> I would have been like, ooh, let me hurry up and get pregnant before they'd be like, you know what? We don't want no black people in the royal family. Uh-uh, you, she got to go. I don't blame you, Megan. That's the that was the right thing to do. Get that peach on lockdown. Get that peach, but it's gonna be so <laughs> funny if that baby comes out. Black? No, Snow White, <laughs> freckles, red hair, but it's like nappy red hair because you never ever know when you have mixed race babies. You never know how they're gonna come out. The worst thing that people say is, "Oh, my baby's mixed. It's gonna have good hair." That is not the case. You never know. Or some people are like, oh, I have blue eyes, and oh, my baby's going to, mm-mm. Then that's the baby that comes out dark. And you just never know. So I'm really, really excited to see how the baby looks. And I hope she has a great pregnancy. There's been tons of rumors saying that she just, I think being the Duchess has gone to her head a little bit. But, I mean, can you imagine me being oh, yeah, part you already of the royal think you're family? A queen. <laughs> you already think you're royalty. Yeah. Uh, well, remember, you're still a Scottish lady. Yes, I officially. am. You were yes. a lady of Glencoe. I am. James bought me a piece of land in Scotland, and that piece of land gave me the title of lady. Yes. Lady of Glencoe. Can you imagine me being like real true royalty? I mean, off with their heads! <laughs> off with their heads! No one can say anything to me. I would be the mother. Y'all would be behind the scenes like, we got to get rid of this bitch. You'd be the black Cersei. <laughs> You'd pretty be the much. black person. Pretty, pretty, pretty much, yeah. With an elephant. Lots of elephants. <laughs> Man, Cersei was pissed off about those elephants not showing up on that uh, on those ships right there. She wanted some elephants. Yeah, Man. she wanted some elephants. All right, so 
I'm thinking that I think by the end of the week, what's today, Wednesday? Yeah. I'm gonna say Sunday's gonna be May 5th, right? Yeah. Is that right? So. Something like that. Yeah. She's gonna have that baby May 4th. Bet. Bet. So you heard next it here week, first, folks. Yes. I am I have a feeling the baby's gonna be born on May the 4th. Speaking of babies, Kim Kardashian celebrated the upcoming arrival of her fourth child with Kanye West this weekend with family and friends for a baby shower. And the baby shower, you know what? This is actually kind of cool. It was very laid back. I believe they had yoga instructors and they had CBD oil. Like everything was infused with CBD oil. Why? What? No, nothing. Go ahead. Here's the thing. It's her fourth damn baby. You kind of run out of ideas. You're not technically, technically you're not supposed to have baby showers after the second baby. You're also not supposed to have flea markets at a baby shower, which is basically what you just said. No, it was actually kind of cool. I would have. Okay, so a lot of the time, showers, bridal showers, baby showers are pretty fucking boring. They oh, are. Mark. The, mine wasn't. Mine was lit because I had co. <laughs> mine was co-ed. You know, I'm just that chick. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was really cool. It was all kinds of stuff and everything. You could infuse it with CBD oil. That's the big thing right now. She looked cute, comfortable, laid back. It looked like everyone had a pretty good time. Uh, I think Kanye was running around doing something stupid. I'm not sure. Probably was trying to sell his fucking shoes and socks and stuff like that. I heard that a pair of his socks from his Yeezy line are like 50 bucks. That's crazy. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So this baby, you know, is rumored to be a boy and the baby shower had a lot of blue. So I'm assuming that, but you know, you never know with Kim, you, you just never know. I'm wondering what they're going to name the baby. There was kind of a hint because, um, the name Robert was written on something there at the baby shower. And of course that's the name of her father, her late father. You know, it won't be Robert, you know, it'd be some silly ass name like they've been giving all their kids. Trade I don't know. wind or something like that. You know, Shadow moon. Here's the uh, thing. Whatever. It would be almost odd if they named him Robert. It's be like, how do you go from North to Saint? Which I I like the name Saint West. That is actually a name that I would pick. I like Saint. Mm. Then you, Chicago. Oh God, that's just ooh, that one's awful. Chicago, and it's a little girl. That's what I'm saying. The it, name it, of Chicago. And Chicago is not even like a really great city, isn't it? Isn't there a lot of crime? Well, yeah, there's a lot of crime. Well, why would you name your baby after a crime city? I. You should have named it Houston. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we'll see. But we're down to the wire with this baby, too. It should be coming in the next couple of weeks. So, so we'll see. Um, you know, Kanye's still doing his church thing every Sunday. But I'll say that he's been getting some pretty large crowds at this outdoor church revival thing that he does every Sunday. Is he preaching? I think so. Oh, my God. No, the crowds are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, <laughs> if it means Kanye West can kind of get his mind a little bit together, let, let, him, let the motherfucker have one every day. You know, he hasn't, his hair isn't blonde anymore. It's not pink anymore. It's back to his natural color. Um, he isn't wearing eyeliner anymore. Uh, he hasn't been doing any stupid stuff on Twitter. So maybe he's on to something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully he's on some mood stabilizers as well. Cause I think he needed that as a, 
too. You know, it's one thing you're getting back into church, but you do still need a prescription to take every day, sometimes twice a day, Kanye. So whatever. It's cool. But of course it, they film it, you know, well, yeah. they go it's, live it's, and it's a given. Yeah. So, Oh, Giselle Bryant's book. Finally. I, it seems like I pre-ordered that book like 20 months ago. But it actually came out officially yesterday. It is called My Word. It is slightly based on her story of her marriage with uh, mega church uh, reverend Jamal Bryant. And if you don't know who Giselle Bryant is, she's one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Potomac, which the season premiere is this Sunday. And I am so, 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 so excited Sorry, James. You know I'm going to watch the episode like 20 times. Oh, I know. I don't know what it is. He He's just like, oh, my gosh, how many times can you? Like, I have my certain reality shows that I watch them a lot of times because there's always so much going on that I'm like, oh, I think I missed something. And he be trying to talk to me. Skylar's trying to talk to me. Sushi's making sounds. I can never, I never just can sit down and concentrate on the show. But I am so excited to have my girls back. I miss Giselle. I miss Robin, the Green Eye Bandits. I can't wait to see what's going to go on because what happened to the script? Don't, don't fuss at me. He said, no. He's trying to tell me what to do, y'all. Don't throw the show off. I didn't Just throw go. the show off. You did with what you messed up. <laughs> don't do this at Comet Palooza, James. I'm not. Yeah, because he won't be in charge. So, um, yeah, that season premiere is, and I, you know, I have to say, the Real Housewives of Atlanta this past season was pretty horrible. I didn't even get past episode three. And you know what? You, you really didn't even have to watch it because these bitches were fighting so much on social media. You knew exactly what was going on with each episode. Now, I did watch some of the reunion and NeNe, Ooh, Nene needs to go on a, what is it called, a sabbatical? Sabbatical. Sabbatical. She needs something because, I don't know. It's, I was explaining to my mom, I'm like, man, when The Real Housewives of Atlanta first came out, like the first three, four seasons, you watched the show for Nene because Nene was just cool and fun and full of positive energy and rental houses. Um, but she just is a, a mega, I don't even know. I'm kind of like, she's not adding anything to the show. And it looks like Portia is starting to become the star of the show. So I think that has me a little bit shook. Um, I don't know what it is about the reunions because y'all know I'm a big uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey fan. And I love Teresa Judice. But on the reunion, she was awful as well. It was hard to watch because Teresa was so just like, yeah, we know you're going through a lot, but so is everybody else. It was horrible. So I can't wait to see what the girls from Potomac bring this season. As you guys all know, uh, Ashley Darby is pregnant. Um, she's another one of those that every goddamn picture she take, cradling the baby. You're supposed to cradle the baby. Not the bump, the baby. So she's just stealing in that deal from that old ass rich white man to make sure she keeps that money because I don't, I don't really think she likes him that much. How could you? And I, he's, he's pretty unlikable. He's like 
I have really good rate uh gaydar. Michael looks like he might no, he actually would suck a dick. I I, I truly believe that. And he, he just he 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 he's by. Maybe she's his beard. I know he's got older children. I don't know, but they're having their baby. Good for them. I don't know. I don't think the timeline fits where we're going to know about her pregnancy during the season. But unfortunately, Monique Samuels is still on the show. And she's going to be going through her pregnancy. What's the other girl's name? That munchy looking girl. The new one. I can't. The one who's got like a real small body, a big head, and lots of hair. She looks like a Bratz doll. Oh, the one married to the uh, tall white guy? The well, they're not guy. married. They're engaged. Oh. I can't even remember her name. That's just I, I, how insignificant she is to the show. I don't know her name, but the fact that you called her a Monchichi is hilarious to me. That's what she looks like. I didn't just <laughs> call her that. Uh, I actually did a side-by-side picture comparison of it. <laughs> if you go down my timeline, you will find it. And a lot of people on Twitter agree with me. Like, what is her name? Candace. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. But her mom, she did. So I think her name is. C-A-N-D-I-E or A-N-C. It's it's all mixed up. Apostrophe, Y-C-E. No, it's not like that, but it's just some vowels are mixed up. It's not the normal. <laughs> it's just, I can't stand that girl, but yeah, she'll be back. And I think we're going to see her wedding, actually, which, ooh, if you follow them on social media, that wedding dress was awful oh and it was ill-fitting as well like she's a little bitty fairy size kind of a person and this dress just swallowed her up i'm like you've been talking about this two hundred thousand budget and that's the shit you came out in try again all right when we get back from this break producer james is going to give us the breakdown of avengers endgame and he and i are going to talk about this past sunday's Game of Thrones. I still can't see right after that episode. Just my vision ain't right. I think I need new glasses and stuff like that. Maybe this week they'll all give everyone like 3D glasses so we can see a little bit better. I don't know, but we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that the Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LEVER20 for 20% off your total purchase.
All right. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. I love it if you would give the show a five-star review. Um, and as always, you can always watch the show and follow me on social media, the Twitter, of course, uh, but also Facebook and Instagram. Um, any other updates before we finish up things? No, I think that's it. All right. So... Y'all know producer James is over there about to have a damn orgasm because he's so excited to tell everyone about Avengers Endgame. For some odd reason, he didn't invite me to go with him, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about women divorcing white men on a future episode <laughs> of the show. So go ahead and give us the lowdown, the breakdown. So I got to say, it was probably, it, it was amazing. So just simple, it was amazing. Here, I have a question because sure. I know that your bladder is the size of a split pea. How were you able to sit in a theater for three hours because I heard that the movie was three hours long? So it was three hours. It's funny you ask. That's something that many, many, many people have been trying to deal with. It's like at some point you're going to have to go and pee. No one's Three hours sure. is not a long time to not pee. I can, I can go that long without even feeling like I need to pee. You can't. No, a lot of people can't. If you've been to a movie, get some popcorn, get a drink. It, you know, at some you point you're gonna have, have to like pay. a small prostate. You're pro a large prostate, and it's pushing up against uh, your bladder. Well, no, you it's a problem. Lots of people have talked about. Uh -huh, so you just kind of have to find a spot. Get on to the take. movie, man. Get on, get okay, on, fine. get on. We only got an uh, hour. Okay, so I'll try to keep it light on spoilers, mm -hmm. uh, if possible. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, so it picks up. Pretty well right after. I mean, almost immediately after the Thanos end of the, was fucking up shit. After he snapped his fingers and then disappeared. And after, right after they that. just tow up Wakanda. Look, oh, yeah. we finally got a movie. Okay? We got Black Panther. Of all the places in the entire world, why did Thanos, why did they have to take the battle to Wakanda? White people don't like to see us have not one goddamn thing. Go on with you. No, here. actually, it's the exact opposite. What? Wakanda was the only place that had the advanced technology and weaponry to stand a chance against Thanos. That's Ooh. why they went to Wakanda. Go ahead, James. It was the go best on, place go in the ahead, world to go. Go on ahead. Put right. your MAGA shirt on. I don't have a MAGA shirt. I just have a, <laughs> I have a black underarm. It's a Spanx. I'm wearing male Spanx. Go on. Okay. Um, so from there, we catch up with uh, everybody. Some stuff happens. And then they take about a five-year break. And this okay. is, I'm telling you, between when they started and the five-year break, they do a really good job of being like everybody had some shit happen to them. Some really good, some really bad. What was something really bad? Hawkeye. So the movie starts with mm -hmm. Hawkeye, uh, Clint Barton, Jeremy Renner is the actor. Uh -huh, yeah. Playing with his uh, family. Okay. Playing, have a good time, about to have some hot dogs. Mm -hmm. And then he turns away for a second mm -hmm. and comes back, and everybody's gone. So it's the same, like, they become little small particles? Yeah, they yeah they got dusted. Okay. So that was the opening scene of the, sh of, of the movie. Okay. From that point on, uh, you find out that Hawkeye has become – just a ruthless vigilante mm -hmm. and uh, sad. I mean, really, really sad character. So let me ask you, did anyone die? Like die, die? Oh, yeah. So who is dead and gone? Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you don't want to know anything. 
So do you want to know who's dead going into it or who's no, dead? No, I want to know who's dead, dead, done, dead, never coming back dead. Done, done, dead, dead. And mm. it's a comic book movie. So in another universe that could be alive. It's lives. very possible. Okay, so, so who's dead, dead at the man, end? Man, here we go. First big one. Black Widow. Okay. Dead, dead. Black Widow, that's Scarlett Johansson's character, Scarlett, correct? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, all right. Dead, dead, because the whole reason they did anything was they realized uh, you remember Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. So he was stuck in the quantum realm mm-hmm. at the end of his movie, mm-hmm. the, the second movie. So they realized that in the quantum realm, time works differently, and they could kind of work out a time machine okay. from that. So the idea then is to go back and find each stone mm-hmm. before Thanos, Thanos can, can get take it. it. Okay, who else is dead dead? Uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark. I don't think, I don't know. No, dead. Dead, mm-hmm. dead. Dead in the time that everything uh, finishes up. Dead. Y'all know Robert Downey Jr. is one of my favorite former crackheads. He's just the person that y'all always shit for. I don't even want to discuss it. Who else is dead, dead? No, Does, that is was Pepper it. dead? What's that? Is Pepper dead? Or did Pepper at oh, least no. get pregnant? Nope. Pepper. So Pepper and Tony have a child. So mm-hmm. That's what happened in the five years. Pepper didn't get uh Dusted. Okay. So her and Tony had a child, mm-hmm. which was. Was the name of Salt? No, it was a Cayenne. girl. Cayenne. No, it was a girl. Sugar. No. Ginger. Um. So Tony's big thing was uh, let's fix everything if we can, mm-hmm. but don't change anything now because he didn't want to give up his family mm-hmm. in order to save everybody else. Right. But um, it was great. Thanos bites it in the first five minutes of the movie. Damn. Well, but. It's also a time movie, so he, he could up, come back. Well, it's 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 cool how they did it. So usually mm-hmm. you can fuck up a time movie pretty bad mm-hmm. by just doing things that don't make any sense. Right. This one used time really well. Really you know, really well. Thanos is quote unquote the bad guy. Yep. But if you spend one day just looking down the newsfeed of Facebook, you start to think maybe. Just maybe, Thanos had it right. We could lose about half these folks. In yeah, because the, yeah. it's just a lot of stupid motherfuckers walking around here. Just like, why are you breathing air? What, so, what purpose do you serve? So two really, really great things about it. And, uh, you know, it, it's still worth seeing, even if you hear about this. Right. Uh, first up is Hulk. Mm-hmm. So remember in uh, Oh, my Infinity gosh, War, he could not get it together at yep, all. He couldn't get together. So there was speculation that uh, they would – do Hulk in a way that's uh, called Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. which in the comic books, there's a point where Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of come to an agreement because mm-hmm. they are two separate personalities. Right. So they do Professor Hulk in this movie. So okay. when five years later, you see the Hulk in Hulk form, mm-hmm. but he's Bruce Banner's personality. Mm-hmm. So it's all of Bruce's brains and the, and Hulk's, the Hulk's strength, muscle. which okay. is really funny to see. Right. The g- best part one is Thor. So mm-hmm. Thor, Thor kills Thanos mm-hmm. like in the first five minutes, cuts okay. his head off, angrily Damn. cuts Damn. his head off. Um, but he is so racked with guilt about not being able to kill Thanos before he snapped mm-hmm. his fingers that, uh, you know, that and losing half of his Asgardians, right. all of that, he just let himself go. So when you see Thor, he's like 100 pounds overweight. Just he's a wreck. He's mm-hmm. like Big Lebowski. Nobody basically. wants a fat Thor. Man, but it was hilarious. 
what I love about the Thor is every single time they've had Thor to movie, he has been something different. Like mm-hmm. he's been the most dynamically changing character, mm-hmm. and it's been great every single time. Yeah, he don't even have long hair anymore. Right. Yeah. This was uh, this was really good. So this was this was this was fat, uh, bitter, you know, but still just drunk, laughably silly, uh, painfully silly Thor. So, you know, now that the late Grace Stanley, which reminds me, I need to update my celebrity vampire list. Yeah. You know, I usually do it every uh, every year, and he was all he was number two. Betty White has been standing long and firm at number one, and Stanley was number two. So since he has passed away, do you think they'll ask Baby Marvel to kind of do appearances in all the rest of the Marvel movies? To do, do you think our Baby Marvel? Our Baby Marvel? No. I don't think so. I think they should make it happen. I'll try. All right. So there's no bitch please of the week because we wanted to make sure we had time to talk about last Sunday's episode of Game of Thrones. Wow. I'm thinking about starting a support group because that was too fucking much. Oh, my God. Like, I think I checked my ass cheeks afterwards and they were a little bit harder because I kept squeezing them. You know, it was intense. And here's the thing is that now we know. We didn't know then. I was just like, why is it dark? I took off my glasses. I cleaned them again. I was like, shit, am I high? Because everything looks so dark. I'm like, did I take one too many Xanax pills? Am I losing vision? Am I going blind? What is going on? We turned off the lights. (laughs) That didn't help. But now we know it was kind of like they, they they did it like that on purpose because, of course, no one during this battle could really see anything. Right. Um, okay, so the battle finally started and immediately was fucked up. I mean, they killed off all the Dorakis. Ain't no Dorakis left. I mean, there's women Dorakis, but there's no men. So that red bitch, which she never quite does it right, ever. <laughs> she She has it in her head. That she can do these things that she just cannot do. So, basically, all she did was get the Doraki really killed. Because she lit up all of their little hook things with fire, right? So, I'm like, I know we're about to win this, like, real quick. And then it was dark. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy scene where... Just the horses were coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she fucked up there. That's strike like 21 like she just none of the she none of her prophecies come true just everything is wrong just just wrong um okay so the battle against the night the night king night king yep starts um and it 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 just was non-stop oh yeah it was it was it was, was horrible a, no free moment yeah I, I mean it was just bad thank god thank god for those two dragons because you know what? Without them, I don't know how that would have gone. Yeah, I, I mean, but then again, they also didn't really turn the tide. I mean, they they, they did it. It helped better, a but, little bit, but yeah. it was just there was never a point where it was like, "Ooh, we got this." We never had never. Hope. We never had it. We never got hope. our. We talk about we was in we we were in it. <laughs> it was one ass kick after another ass kick. Fucking Sam didn't even try to fight. It was a lead, like every was, single moment. It was horrible. Like, oh, yeah. It was and, just horrible. Yeah. Braun was over there by the tree. 
He staring. just just staring. First, his eyes were going back in the back of his head. So I'm like, okay, I know he about to do something. He about to conjure up something real big. I don't know. Maybe the rock giants from the Never in the Story are gonna come and start <laughs> smashing people. I know Brandon's, but he's not just doing all of this for no reason. Like he about to do something. He ain't do nothing. He just sat in that chair, giving everybody the goddamn desk there. So. Everyone was saying, the internet was saying that Jamie Lannister was going to get killed. That did not happen. Look, it's been almost a week. If you've not seen the episode, too fucking bad because we're going to break it all the way down. So it was left and right. It was just, the fighting never stopped. Right, it never stopped. So there was one time there was a glimmer of hope. One time. That's when there was like a barrier and the red, what is the red witch's name? Melisandre. Melisandre. She created a fire on it. So it stopped all of the Nightwalkers, who are basically a faster version of the Walkers from The Walking Dead. Yeah, pretty much. They're just fast zombies. Yeah, they're dumb, but they're just faster, okay? So it stopped. So everyone got to catch their breath because they've been fighting nonstop in this dark. You've got Khaleesi and Jon Snow on the dragons up there, and then they can't see shit, so they don't even know where to have the the dragons what what blow fire what is it that spit fire stay yeah. spit that fire um but then the fucking night king he did something i don't know what he did but the little dumb stupid walker things they kind of made it created a, a bridge and then yeah, it was right sacrificing back. themselves yes knock down some of the fire we lost we we lost the real g that night though oh we did. oh man leanna mormont and she went out like a straight motherfucking gangster. First, she was talking shit, you know. Then this walker giant grabs her, starts crushing her. She's almost dead. But then right at her last breath, she gets a knife with a dragon glass, is yep. it? And stabs him in the eye. OG. Yep. One of the best characters from the whole series right there. But here's the thing. So much ha- was happening. You couldn't even mourn oh, there was those no who lost. Mourn. There was no. no time at all. So it's like, oh my God, Leanna died. But immediately there's something else. So who all who all died that episode? All right. So uh, Ed, uh, um, you know John's friend from the Night's Watch. Yes. Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jora Mormont. Yes, so a lot of things came full circle because he always said he wanted to redeem himself and he would lay down his life for Khaleesi. And he did. And he still didn't get to tap that ass before he did. But, oh, well, you know, he died. We And that was a hard one, too. But we couldn't mourn him. Who else died? All right. So um, Melisandre. The red, the red, the red witch. I mean, in, but in the end, okay. So she was saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna make it to daylight, right? Yeah, I'll be dead before daylight, right?" Dead before dawn, yeah. That didn't happen either. Oh, she died. No, it, she died at dawn. The sun was coming up. Oh, okay. You Once get... again, this bitch is wrong. And then it wasn't like she was killed. She just took off her fucking necklace, her magical necklace, and turned back into the old witch, and she died. Well, she was hundreds of years old. Uh, yeah, that's why she couldn't get shit right that she did because she was old. Well, the prophecy did come true. Yeah. Just who not else the died? Way she thought it. Um, let's see who else died. I can't uh, remember if it was well, anyone. A lot of people died. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah. A tons lot of, of tons of tons yeah, of but those oh, were the exactly. major characters well, that died. Well, no, Theon Greyjoy also died. <sighs> and w- once again, that came full circle. 
He wanted to redeem himself. He wanted to commit himself to the Stark family and protect him. And he did. He sure did. And even Braun was like, oh, you're a good man. <laughs> All of this stupid shit. I'm just like, Braun, be quiet. You're just a waste of fucking space. But nobody, and I mean not nobody, saw this coming. No, this was an amazing twist. And it was at that moment where it's like, well, this is it, it. So to me, and I think you felt the same way, when they came into Winterfell, mm-hmm. When they broke in, that mm-hmm. was really, really crushing. Yeah, so, okay, all the people that were dead, including the Night Walkers, they were all dead. Then but, the Night King comes, and he just resurrects everybody. So everyone that they had killed was right back alive. Leanna Mormont was a, a Night yep. Walker, yes. So there was that, and when him and John mm-hmm. didn't fight because he resurrected everyone around yes. him. And then when the fucking dragon couldn't yeah. kill him, when Drogon couldn't yeah. burn him. Yeah, I'm he like, came up smirking. Shit. I was yeah, like, Ooh. Oh, shit. We're, I, I had no hope. Yeah, that smirk was just... That was bad. Uh, that it, was, uh, yeah. That was rough. I'm hard to shake, and I was shook at it yeah. when he did that smirk. I was just Smirked like, oh, off my Dragon God. Point. So, after he kills, what's Theron? Theon. Theon. Yep. He's, he's about to kill Bronn. And you know what? Part of me almost wanted me to, him to kill <laughs> Bronn. I just... Bronn just don't do anything. It's just like... What is it? I mean, are you are you depressed, Bron? You've been crippled for a long time. You should be like, you know, okay with it by now. All you do is throw shade at people, give them the death stare, and you just say like three word sentences every now and then. You let Hordor get killed. I mean, what can you do? So anyway, the Night King is slowly approaching Bron to kill him, and I think everyone watching Game of Thrones is like. This is it. He's going to win. And then like a fucking black ninja in the night, Arya Stark comes. Go ahead, James. Take it. Man, comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. All you see is one white walker kind of look to his right. Slightly, slightly. And his hair brush a bit. Yes. And then all of a sudden. Because that's how fast that, fast that bitch was. But then he catches her in he midair. He did. And he did. So if you watch the reaction videos mm-hmm. on YouTube, I watched a few of them. Uh, it's amazing. People were like, yeah. And then he catches her. And, and I was like, you think it's over. And then, man, that little trick that she used against Brienne, mm-hmm. same little dagger drop. And she killed Boom. that motherfucker. That was. No one predicted that it was going to be Ara who did that. No. No one. No. I mean, she's a GOT. She the GOAT. Yep. I mean,. I don't even know where she came from. Just well, so so remember, so uh, when her and the Hound and yes. Beric Dondarrion and Melisandre were in that, were in the the, right. the, the tower, and uh, Mel, uh, Melisandre had said, you know, what do we say to the God of Death? Not today. Not today. Mm-hmm. So she knew it at that moment exactly what, what she, she had to go and to do. do. Right. And she knew where Bran was going to be. Right. And she knows Winterfell. Yeah, of course she knew where Bran was going to well, be. Because yeah, he he's always in a goddamn same place. It's like it's like those times when you watch war shows and they have Stevie Wonder come on stage and he's got a guide and then whenever he's done performing or gets an award, everyone walks off the stage and they forget Stevie Wonder's blind and can't. <laughs> That's kind of how Braun is. It's like people just forget, oh, what oh, oh, we have to push him. It's like they forget that he can't do anything. So that is how the show ended. Everyone's on high blood pressure medicine this week. Oh, it was just 
It was a lot, but it was great. And it, it, how long? It was like almost a two-hour-long episode. It was like eighty-four. I think it was eighty-four minutes. Yeah, and I mean, just we were all on uh, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Just like reactions, reaction, reactions. It was one of the most intense television episodes of any series that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, if it's a TV show, and if I'm standing up yelling, yeah, he was standing up yelling. Ah, uh, mostly because his ass had to pee. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. No, I didn't have to pee. Whatever. I so, was excited. All right. So we won this battle. Now we got to deal with that bitch, Cersei, that who's bitch somewhere Cersei. in her castle still wanting my thing that ring in the elephants. <laughs> I really See, wanted those now. elephants and the bitches always drinking wine. Aren't you pregnant? I don't think she care. So the problem now is what fucking army do we have left? We're not much. Because we got the shit, shit kicked out kid, of us. Yeah, they did. Maybe so, they're going to use them kids. I don't know. The little I, kids. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, kids. We know we told y'all to stay in the crypt, but y'all going to have to come. We gonna, y'all, everybody going to have to band together. We, y'all going to have to fight. Yeah. You know? So we will see this Sunday. We've, we're down to three more episodes, and I'm not even sure that we even have both dragons right now. Oh, we do. Well, yeah. one of them is badly injured because remember all the night walkers kind of got on him. He had to take flight and well, shake him flight. off. He took flight, but then he you see him fly and try to kill the night king. So he he's he's okay. I mean, dragons heal pretty quick. It seems. This like. is what I think. I think he tried to kill the night king. He saw that smirk and he's like, you know what? This bitch not even paying me for this. I, I, I'm out. <laughs> You're saying that's what Drogon I'm said? I'm tired. This don't come with no benefits, no health insurance, nothing. She not even feeding us right. You know, just, it's, it's, this too much working for Khaleesi. I mean, this is like modern day slavery. Oh, well, the beginning of slavery of some sort. Just go with it. He's a service animal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, like I said, make sure you go and visit Bayou Animal Shelter's Facebook page. Get the information if you want to become a foster. They greatly, greatly need it. Make a donation. Buy a T-shirt. Do whatever you got to do to help them get into their new building. They need it. And are we going to be – are we having a show next week? Uh, Probably. Producer James is going to be out of town, so I ain't working. No, nah, we'll, we'll figure I something out. I ain't working. Mm -mm. No, uh, I'm tired. Yeah, so – we may see y'all in two. What the, you know, don't look at me. Those looks don't do nothing to me, okay? I'm just looking at you. I'm not looking at you He weird. tried to look at me like Ron be looking at everybody, but it didn't work. So we will see you guys next week. Have a fabulous rest of your work week. Bye-bye. It's everything we do. Everything we do. Everything we do. Timeless. Timeless. Huh. Yeah, I'm about that life. You motherfuckers ain't about